Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And she was like, so the nurse just told me that your urine test was positive. And I kind of looked at her and she goes, so you're pregnant. Wow. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. I'm currently Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. My son is a stand-up comic and a mime and a Buddhist clown. And we're entering 2019 with a bang. Happy 2019, everyone. Wow, we're getting we, old. We talk about sex because we're trying to eliminate the stigma around it, reduce the shame. Let's make this year a year of communication. And make this year a year of communication. And this episode is one that... We have not had in three years of doing this podcast. Right. I don't want to scare anybody away, but it's on the topic of abortion. Yes. I woke up to a text from a friend saying, have you ever talked about abortion on your show? And I said, no. Do you have something to say about it? And she was like, yeah, I had one. And so this episode, we get a clear snapshot of what it's like to go through an abortion. Well, that's what I found so fascinating. It's the first time I've, I mean, I have had friends that have had abortions, but it's the first time I've heard like a, literally a blow by blow account of when she found out, uh, what she decided to do about it, how the procedure went down, who she told, and then the aftermath. I mean, it was really... It's a fascinating story, a and I learned story. a ton. Yeah, you guys are going to learn a lot from this whole thing, and also it's going to... It, it should... It's it's not like all like a tragedy. There's there's some humorous parts in it, so it, it should make for a real interesting convo. Yes, also, it, it, for me, one big takeaway was the fact... How, of how politics weighed into this whole situation. Yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy this. We can only do this, by the way, and, and it seems so appropriate to, <laughs> to share this sponsor with you guys because it is all about things going into... Vaginas. Vaginas or going in, in, on top of penises. <laughs> okay, so the sponsor of today's episode is Lola. Lola, Lola, Lola. Lola provides natural, safe, organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. And now they have sex products too, like condoms and lubes. Right. And it's founded by women. And I think this is a great brand. What they do is they have a subscription-based system where you can just pick out what you want. It comes in a discreet box and you'll never run out of products. And you should always have condoms handy, especially after hearing this episode. I think you're going to go to Lola.com. No, it's not Lola.com. They're going to go to MyLola.com. Oh, Sorry, mylola.com. For 40% off all subscriptions, wow. you can enter promo code MOM. I also want to hear your guys' opinion on this episode because I know this is going to raise a lot of emotions for people. And uh, I'm interested to hear your stories. If you related to Whitney, if you've been on the other side, if you've been the guy in this situation, I'd love to hear that. So text us or give us a call at yes, text mom, and we'll try to include you in the monday morning after show i think that, well one thing that everyone will learn is that if you say you're going to use a condom use it yeah that is fucking <laughs> key 
So even if you don't think you need it, use it anyway. And if you need condoms, go to mylolo.com and enter promo code mouth. Okay. <laughs> the, we've, we've had this survey going on on our website. And it's been super helpful. So thank you guys so, so much for filling it out. Um, it's still not too late to fill out the survey, but we have selected a winner. Well, there's nothing to announce because all the survey was anonymous. So the person is selected and they, they will be receiving the WeVibe gift set worth $350 uh, provided by Babeland.com. So thank you guys so much for all your information. We hope this makes your... I don't know if you could tell, but this should be sounding better than it did before because we're using a much more professional editing software that was given to me as a Hanukkah present by my friend. Uh, but mainly because um, a lot of your survey responses suggested that we need to do better uh, audio production in terms of equalizing um, and the the levels. So hopefully this software will help. I'm learning. And I'm thanking uh, your friend Daniel as well. That was very sweet. And I thank you because you've been a wonderful editor. Oh, thank you. And you taught yourself how to use this very complicated program, which is amazing. I'm trying. I'm trying over here. So if you want to help out, since Cam does teach himself and work on this thing all by himself, just join us on patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Yeah, and that's where you will also hear, uh, we have about a half hour bonus episode with Whitney all about uh, her other relationships going on and how important communication is and what it's led to um, when it's been fraught. I also recommend subscribing to this podcast and uh, leaving a rating and a review. We'd love when you guys do that. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the wearing of the condoms. It'll help you, please. It was like the third guy in a row after I had broken up that like had pursued me very aggressively. Um, and I told him at the beginning, like, we were kind of like, what's your deal? What's your deal? And he was like, I don't know what I'm looking for. And I was like, I just, I've kind of been hurt a few times and like, I don't want that. And so that's why I'm being really cautious with you. And he was like, okay. And then we just started seeing each other and spending a lot of time. And he was really like, he was really putting the moves on, really doing every, like, I was trying to be pretty cautious and like a little guarded and just wary, but he was really doing kind of like all the right things to get me invested and to like, to make me think that it, it, I, I shouldn't put motivations on other people, but, but all the right things that made me feel like, Oh, this person like actually cares about me. R right at that point, I had a few other things happen in my life that were not great, but he ended up being this very, uh, consistent, like just kind of treated me the same. It's a good rock. Yeah. 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 Very, and, and it's very, a good looking guy. Yeah. So things were like fun and happy and good with him. So I was not because I hadn't been having sex for a long time. Um, I was not on birth control at the time and had kind of been thinking about like what to go on and had this ob appointment. And we decided I was going to get an IUD. And um, we being me and the physician. Um, <laughs> Not you and this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy I was seeing, I had told him, like, oh, I'm I'm getting an IUD. Like, I'm a little nervous about it. So my friends have told me that, like, it's really painful. And he was like, eh, like, I think you'll be fine. Which also, I was like, okay, well, you don't have a uterus. So <laughs> you don't get to talk. Um 
all the times and, she's gotten an IUD, it's been right. Fun. By or, the way, I had one; it was very painful. Like when they put it in, or that after? When they put it in, that was yeah, just yeah, yeah. years ago, though. Many, yeah, many, many years in, ago. It was very like I, I'm not super vocal like about pain, but like I could not help but <laughs> yelp. Yeah. Um, oh well. Yeah, it's a yelper. Anyway, it's a yelper. Yeah. So, so end of September, I go in and I had told my friend, like I had talked about with a few friends and, and one of my friends was like, you aren't going to walk, ha- want to walk home. Mm-mm. Um, I, I'll come pick you up. And I was like, that's so nice. Thank you. Um, I, so I went to get my IUD. Everything was going fine. We were doing the consent. I was literally about to sign the consent form. And then we get a knock on the door and the doctor gets pulled out and she comes back in and she's like, oh, slight hiccup. So the nurse just told me that your urine test was positive. And I kind of looked at her and she goes twice. What? Whoa. She double checked it. I was like, what? And she was like, so you're pregnant. Oh, <laughs> I, th- I think that's wow. how it went. And so literally I thought I was I was just about to like I was gearing up oh. to have this thing shoved up me so that I could have more sex and feel better about it. <laughs> oh, holy um, shit. And Oops, a little hiccup. Like, You're pregnant. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just kind of looked at her and she's like, You're looking a little deer in the headlights. <laughs> and I'm like, Yes. And she was like, Okay, I'm gonna go get the ultrasound machine and we'll see how far along oh. you are. You're lucky and you're living in this daytime, so, this day and age, because in my day that never, you know, you couldn't get an ultrasound right there. It'd be a whole drawn out process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she she goes out. And so I'm sitting there just like, what? Like, what? <laughs> she comes back in. She does the ultrasound. And in my head, I'm like, OK, two, three weeks, maybe. And she's like, OK, so you're about seven weeks along. And I'm like, What? seven weeks and like i had i literally had no clue did you did you notice that there was no period or here's what happened the first time i had had sex with this guy that i'd been seeing (laughs) i gave him a condom we were both very drunk i gave him a condom he did not put the condom on right away and then like we started having sex a couple seconds and he was like, wait, are you on birth control? And I was like, no, like what? Like I freaked out at him. I was like, no, like what? And I was, I was like, I just gave you a condom. (laughs) (laughs) It was very drunk sex. And so I don't, I have no clue what was going through his head. If it was just a dick move. If like, sounds like he he, um, thought, well, I don't need this condom if she's on birth control. That's my guess. A drunk, like a drunk move. A drunk thought on his yeah. part that, oh, yeah. let's, let's see if I can avoid him wearing this condom because I'm drunk and it's not going to help. Yeah. I sat down and did the math with him later. Then it could have only been, I think, that that time. Um, this is after you and, guys haven't seen each other for all summer. You finally get together and boom, it's like awesome, crazy sex. Yeah. And Unreal. it was like right at the end of my period, too. I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely, I have this appointment. Like my appointment was like the next week or two weeks after. And I was like, it's like, okay, like, you know, I'll definitely just, I'll go in, I'll get an STD test. Um, uh, and then I like called, I called a couple of my friends, um, who are in medicine. And I was like, am I being totally stupid if I don't take plan B right now? And wow. they were like, 
you're, you're probably, they're like, I think you're probably fine. And I was like, I think it, like my period literally just ended. And then when I, uh, and is, that so when I didn't not, is that when you're not fertile or when you're, you're super two fertile? weeks later, you ovulate, but not everybody's regular. And it's totally not foolproof that if you're, you, you can get pregnant on your period, you can get pregnant anytime because the sperm can last who knows how long in your body. So Oy vey. don't right. now, now Tam's scared to death about this, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's so, just so, important to be so, safe. I should, yeah. So, you know, clearly I should have just gone and taken plan B if there was a question, but also like, it's also this thing, like you don't want to do that to your, there's this like fear of doing that to your body too, like not, but like now, you know, go, go take plan B if someone, (laughs) wait, I don't understand. I don't understand what happened. So when he said to you, Wait, are you on birth control? What did that mean? Did did he take the condom off, or did he, he never, never put it? it on. He I don't never think he put it on. He never even so put he, it on. Why would he, he not we put were it ha- on? We had sex for like two seconds, and then he oh, asked that. Wild! And I was like no, it could happen so fast. Yeah, and, and he didn't even come. No. So it was pre cum. Yeah. Holy fuck! Told you, Cam, about the pre cum. You were right. Yeah, and I told the doc. So I went in. I had my OB-GYN appointment. I came in, like we did the STD test. I told her exactly what happened. And I was like, look, like I, I didn't take plan B. Like, am I being, was I totally stupid? It was right at the end. And she was like, I'm not concerned just in case, like, you know, you'll go pee into a cup. Everything came back negative. Well, there was only oh, like, wow. cause it was only and like four weeks. It was right. It was only, well, it was like too, it was too early. And, but she didn't tell me to follow up or anything. Oh, wow. And she didn't seem concerned about it at all. So it was like everything was negative. And I was like, great, I'm in the clear. Do you have and regular then, periods? Yeah, they've been pretty regular. So you you and missed a period then, right? That Well, so then what happened is a whole bunch of stuff started going wacko in my life. And I had been the most stressed that I have been mm. in, I don't know, I can't remember, in years and years and years. And so I had a fake period. Which in my head, I was like, oh, I'm having a light period, which used to happen like when I was younger and like, you know, if exercise changed or stress changed, then like it would be all out of whack. And oh, then so I got a little spotting. Yeah. So oh. I had so so there was like some bleeding. It was just to me, I was like, oh, it's a light period. And because of like the confidence that the physician had and everything was negative, like she didn't ask me to follow up. And, and just all the stress going on, I was like, oh, this checks out. Like it did not cross my mind that I was pregnant. You didn't feel any of the effects like sleepiness or nauseated or any of those kind of things? Not nauseous. If anything, I was like, I, I was like, uh, I've been like a little like bloated, but also like I, I was eating a lot of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you had cravings and you didn't even know it. Well, no, I just eat a lot of ice cream. Okay. <laughs> no, that was a normal thing. So I was like, oh, this is just ice cream. Um, so, so there, so when she said seven weeks, I was like, what? like it, it really, I was really shocked. Like I would imagine it was, it was not a possibility in my mind. And here's, here's where the, the sort of emotions and the thoughts start coming up where I thought this is this is why I texted you Cam like this is why I was like this is important to talk about is because then she goes um uh she was like okay and we were doing the the ultrasound and she's like oh do you do you want to see and immediately in my head um and also knowing things and this this was not 
in a coercive way. You know, you hear these things about these um, these like women's health centers that are really, you know, very, very pro-life and are very coercive and have all this coercive rhetoric. And they're like, look at the baby's head. They're like, congratulations. (laughs) And they're like, you know, giving people printouts of their ultrasounds to take home. This was not in any way that it was just her asking me if I should see Mm -hmm. if I wanted to see that was all it was. Um, But in my head, I had this response of like, oh, this is this is a this is a thing that people that women are emotional about. Mm. And, and, and that just doesn't come from me. Like I, I'm very kind of matter of fact about health things. I've always been pro choice Mm -hmm. and it's just been very kind of clinical like to me, but then this narrative that politics, like, like all of this stuff that has nothing to do with my opinions on abortion and contraception and moral status assigned to the fetus, like all of this stuff that's just totally externally derived was making me be like, Oh my gosh, this is a, this is a thing I should be emotional about or like, Oh, this is a scary moment for me. Or this is a, like, like it was like, this other narrative was telling me how I should feel at these times. And so she asked me and I was like, um, can you just keep talking? And I asked her and she was like, okay. And she just kept talking. I was like, how big is it? And she was like, oh, it's like 1.1 centimeters or something. And you can see the yolk sac. And I, and so, and so then I was like, oh, like, like, this is okay. not a little baby. This is, yeah. And so I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me. Okay. Okay. This is, this is fine. And I looked at it and yeah, it's like, you know, some cells and you see this little circle and then you see a circle within the circle. And and that's very much how I see it. And now I realize that this is just me. And a lot of people would feel very differently if they saw that inside of them. And, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily because of only, you know, that, that can be because of internal factors as well. So, so I don't want to downplay the emotions that one should, or people can feel whatever the fuck they want. That's all I want to say. Agreed. Um, And I looked at it and then I was like, you know this about you. You assign no moral value to these little cells growing in your body. Like I literally saw it as because I did not want it. I saw it as like a parasite that needed to get out as soon as possible. Wow. So wait, can I just say that's pretty fascinating that you're basically what you're saying is like because it's been brought into politics. So and, and discussed so much you kind of it became a moment where you were like oh i should this is a big deal in my life now because yes. it's talked so much about in the news but yes. really it was a very straightforward situation in which you were like okay under these circ- it's like i know i'm having diarrhea so i'm going to take this medicine <laughs> i mean right. it might maybe not as flippantly but like there was procedure that you've already created in your mind yes yeah i think that's exactly it um did you feel the need to tell this guy yeah, so so I'll get there. Um, oh my god! So, so she so she um, she's like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna just bring the ultrasound machine back out, and then I'll come back in and we can talk. And I was like, okay. And so I was sitting there, like again in the syrups, and I texted my friend. My friend had texted me, the one who was gonna pick me up, and she was like, just walk in the dogs. Uh, let me know when you want me to come get you. And then I texted her, and I was like, so slight complication um and I, and I was just like I um I can't get the IUD today because I'm 
seven weeks pregnant. And she texted back the perfect response, which was just, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I literally laughed. But no, I'm serious. It was the perfect response because it was just like, okay, this is happening. And then she followed it up with, with like, would you like me to come over? I can come over right now. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. I told her exactly where I was. <laughs> wow. And she came up and, and what she a good sat friend. with me for the rest of, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is the the beginning of how wonderful she was with me with this episode. But, um, and as she was coming over, then I started talking to the, the doctor again and she's like, so tell me what's going on and, and how you're feeling. And I think my exact words were, so this is a surprise and it's an unwelcome one (laughs) and I think I said it in that tone oh my god and she was like okay and I basically was like what what can I do and it was kind of this like okay what do you want to do and I was like get like this needs this needs to get out of me like (laughs) I need to ASAP abort mission (laughs) yeah yeah and and she was like okay like are you sure and I was like there is zero percent doubt like I was just it was so clear that I was so certain about this Mm -hmm. and like there was there was no decision for me to make wow and so you know at this point it was probably like seven minutes or so had gone by five or seven minutes had gone by since when she told me I was pregnant holy shit so you had no doubt there was like no no little part of you that said "Mm, maybe I do want to keep it Oh. Absolutely not. <laughs> is that um, because it's just a terrible time in your life? Are you are you um, just not in a, in a relationship? And all yeah, all, all of that. At, at some point, I I want to have kids, um, but this that the point is not now mm-hmm. um, or any time in the next few years. Okay. So she was like, okay, and then she started laying out the options of what I could do. Then I could like actually smile. Then I was like, okay this is fine. And again, reminding myself, like, this is a medical thing I'm dealing with, I'm going to deal with it and handle it medically. And it is fine. And that's what will happen. What were, and, what were the options that she was giving you? Um, so either a DNC where you surgically remove the tissue, or, hmm. um, or doing it with a with a medication, like a, a tablet that you take. So, so there were three options. Um, there was a DNC and where I was going, um, she was like in some clinics, they can do it in the clinic, but for some reason here, like we have to do it in the OR. And I was just like, no, when she laid out the other options, I, my thought process was, I, I don't want to do something surgically that I don't have to do. Mm-hmm. Like let's, and she also told me, you know, percentage of, of failure and, and stuff. And so I, you know, I was weighing some information and then also my, my friend came at that point, um, as we started talking through the options and stuff. So she was there, which was just nice to like, kind of have someone in case I needed to question my decision. So there are the options for DNC or taking, um, methapristone where, and there are two ways you can do that. One, you can take tablets buckly. So orally where you, you put them in your cheek, like buckle refers to your cheek so you put them in your cheek and you let them dissolve over time um to do that you have to wait a little longer it's like 48 hours like you take one pill in the clinic right there and then you wait 48 hours and then do that i never even Um, knew this and then and then there's but the one i opted to do i was like okay 
And she's like, or you can put them like up your cervix and you can do that tonight. And I had to go help with this like all day conference thing on Saturday. And I just wanted to get it done with as quick as possible. And like I needed to take action with it and kind of feel like I was in control. And also I just wanted to get it done. Um, So I was like, okay, let's do that. He had texted me like, hey, hope every hope everything went well, because he knew I was like a little nervous about getting the IUD. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Little does he know. Little does he know. So I texted back and I was like, um, hey, slight complication. Um, Everything's fine. Like, I'm okay, But just just give me a call when you can. Like he was he was working. um, And so I didn't want to totally mess up his day and and make him like not able to like work when he was being evaluated. And so like, he's not in a position where he can just kind of do whatever he wants. So he calls me like right away. So I'm sitting in the clinic, the doctor went out to get the tablets, my friends next to me. And he's like, Hi, what's are you okay? What's going on? And I was like, Yeah, like, I'm fine. Um, I can't can't get the IUD today. They tested my urine and I'm seven weeks pregnant. So I just told him and he was kind of like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to say. I'm so sorry. Like, how, how are you? And so his response was actually very good because he was, it was very focused on me. Hmm. Um, very and I could sweet. tell he was, he was flipping out a little bit. <laughs> and, um, and at that point, like it had been, I think I had had like 10 minutes of being like, oh my God, oh my God. And then, and then that was pretty much it. Then I figured out like, okay, this is fine. I can do something about it. And was a lot calmer, was kind of like laughing with my friend, knew everything was going to be okay. And I could just handle this. Wow. But then he was kind of like flipping out. So it was like, it's like, I'm okay. It's fine. Like, and he was like, oh my gosh, like, I, okay, I have to, like, I'm supposed to go into this meeting. And I was like, go to your meeting, like as much as you can. I'm like, my friend's here as much as you can, like, just try to focus on your meeting. And he's like, can I call you? Later? I was like, yeah, call me later. Like, call me whenever. <laughs> I'm fine. And, You're a strong um, person, I might say. Yeah. How empowering this yeah. sounds, you know? Thank you. The doctor comes back in. We discuss what's going on. I take the first pill. And then, so you take the first pill. It's just one orally. Like, that's easy. And then six hours later, then, <laughs> like, I sent an alarm. And I was like, okay, at this time, then I'm going to shove these four tablets up my cervix and then just wait for them to kick in. You shove them up your cervix. How does that work? You mean with a, like a, a like a applicator? There's no applicator. You just you put them up there, and I was like, I hope, like I was like in my head, I was like, how does this work? And I asked, yeah. I asked the doctor. I was like, I'm concerned about them staying in, and she's like, well, what do you do with the tampon? And I was like, well, I put it in, and she's like, yeah, and does it fall out? And I was like, no, and she was like, yeah, it's fine. And I was like, okay. So you're not you're, you're actually just inserting them in your vagina. You're not shoving them into your cervix. No, but like it, it's you're supposed to get them as far up. I th- I think I think the instructions said something about like like at the base of the cer like getting them as far up in there as gotcha. possible. You know, again, this could have been a very scary thing, but I felt extremely fortunate for a few reasons. One. I knew what my preferences were. And so I came in knowing what I wanted uh, without knowing that I would need to make that decision. I was in New York state, which is one of the most, if not the most liberal about contraception and abortion. And so this is a medical visit and we're going to fit and we're going to take care of this 
medically. So, can you so, imagine if you were in a state that didn't, uh, you know, allow abortions? No, just, just imagine how terrifying no. that might be. And it's very scary. And I didn't have, I don't have any religious objections to this or any personal, like I'm not right, dealing right. with guilt. Um, I had a very supportive friend and a, a network of friends who I later told about this, who were so supportive. Did you tell your um, family? Yes. I, yeah. And that, that's the other thing that I'm very thankful for is that I, my friend dropped me off um, at home and she was going to come back later that night. And I was like, I, I need to tell my mom about this. So I called my mom and I go, I'm like, mom, like, hi, like, are you home? What's going on? Like I made sure she was home and not like at the gym or something like that. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, okay, like I need to tell you something. I'm fine. Everything's fine, but I'm going to tell you something. And I just need you to like be okay. And she was like, okay. So, um, I've been seeing a guy for a couple months and, um, I want an IUD. I went to get an IUD today. And so I went in, I had my appointment and I could not get the IUD because I accidentally got pregnant and it was like an unlucky thing to happen. And, um, and she was like, okay. So she your mom like, did not freak out. She did not freak out, but she goes, okay. Uh, who's this guy like she was so we have this conversation and she was more upset that I hadn't told her I was seeing somebody well, <laughs> do you do you not have that relationship with her do you t- do you typically tell her when you're seeing people no my parents know so much about my life already that I was like I I don't want them to know everything mm-hmm. and needed some like ownership over something and just to deal with things on my own. At some point I was like, like she sounded like she was going to cry. And then that made me like almost cry. And I was like, are you disappointed in me? And like, and she was like, no, I'm not. I just, it would just be nice to know if you're seeing someone. Oh my God. <laughs> she does not give a flying fuck that you, you're having an and, abortion currently. And, and, and so she was, she was concerned. She was like, okay, so what's going to happen? It, and I just told her everything that I had learned and what I was doing. And so she was actually really good and about it. And, and she was like, you know, these things happen. And she was telling me about like one of her best friends from college and, and how she had to take her to get plan B. And just because we're running out of time here and I want to get to what actually happened at the, at when you were experience, experiencing the actual second, the four pills. Yes. Yeah. What happened then? Um, so it took a while to kick in. Like I would say the, like, I I think the cramping started about two hours after I put them in, it just got more severe. And then there were a few hours where it was like debilitating pain. Wow. Um, and so I was just kind of going back and forth. Like it was just a lot of bleeding and going back and forth. Like the doctor kind of said, you'll probably know when like most of it gets out. Wow. Um, and like that happened, but then it was just like severe bleeding and like the bleeding kind of continued Ouch. on and off for the next week. And, but, but it was, it was probably like eight out of 10 pain. Like if it had been Whoa. a little more, I might've, I might've passed out. And why like, didn't, God. why didn't you get Vicodin or something strong to you know, some drug that can knock you the hell out? You know, it never crossed my mind. Um, well, she, she, no, I was taking Advil and I just didn't want to take too, like, that's what she told me to take. Um, she didn't give me a prescription for anything. 
And um, oh, honey, you it should didn't have really me. help. <laughs> I would have said, go for the big stuff. Go for those it big guns. Yeah. But the most severe pain lasted a couple hours. And, and after that, I could like move a little more. But it was and I just wasn't anticipating it to be that bad. So I was very thankful that my friend was there because like just her being able to boil water for me wow. and like put it in a heater was a huge help. Like I, I would not have been able to do that. Oh my God. Um, so it was intensely, intensely painful. Poor thing. Um, and that, I wasn't so concerned about getting the IUD after that. Oh, um, so you ended up getting it after that. Well, a week later I went back for the follow up and she did an ultrasound. She was like, okay, like enough tissues out. We can put the IUD in. Um, mm. and that was a Yelper. Um, but I was pretty fine after that. And now my body's just kind of been like, it like randomly cramps every now and then. And like, there's still spotting, but that's like IUD, IUD stuff. Yeah, that, but oh. with, yeah, that, with the typical. abortion thing. Yeah. I mean, I was glad I could get it done. Um, I was kind of miserable all weekend physically, but, um, you know, again, just so thankful about the circumstances. Yeah. And has um, that brought you closer to this guy? A month later, and I wanted to separate this, a month after that, I was like, so, like, what are we? And then, try, you know, we've been seeing each other for three months, uh, and so then I tried to DTR, um, and I was like, I don't want to sleep with other people. Do you want to sleep with other people? And he was like, I don't want to sleep with other people. I just want to keep doing what we're doing. But, like, I don't know if I'm ready to be in a relationship. And I was like, okay, like, not super satisfied, but, like, he's not going to sleep with other people. Uh, and then he just like proceeded to be a total dick. Oh, me. Um, and then we broke up, uh, and then he can, he continued, we see each other all the time. We have a lot of the same friends. He continued to like, kind of just be disrespectful and like not give me space, but then also like, just, it, it yeah, he, he was a real dick to me. Hmm. Um, good thing you didn't have that child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, dick jr yeah. well yeah it's just, was addiction. there any more discussion with him about the abortion or was that about it no i mean we talked about it and like you know we would still like hang out and the, and we still had sex after that like after you know i could again physically um and and i tell him like I, I was having bad cramps on and off for a while. And so he'd be like, Oh, how's your uterus today? And stuff. Oh. So like he was good. I, I told him, I also sent him off that weekend. Like he was supposed to go see his family and I didn't want to miss out. So he's like, I don't want you to think I'm abandoning you. And I was like, no, no, go see your family. My friend's coming over. I'll be fine. So I was like, I, I was real fucking chill about the whole thing. <laughs> um, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, you really were. You like were. he went and had a great weekend in the city, <laughs> and Next I was time like, he better realize. he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Literally can't fucking move or speak, oh but hope you're having God. a good time with your brother." Oh. Um, but you, you know what? The, I would be incredibly hostile to someone who was like, <laughs> uh, "Are are you uh, on the pill?" Because I just fucking didn't wear the condom. You know, I mean, Jesus, yeah, he did. Well, we never here's the, we never called it out. Like we. We did the math, but then like, but then I kind of forgot that that was how it started. And I never called him out for not putting the fucking thing on when I gave it to him. Mm. Um, that, that was a red flag right there. Dick move. Yeah. Or literal, not dick move. <laughs> dick move. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, no yeah. umbrella or no, no covering. 
Yeah. Damn. Um, how long did the whole? It sounds like how long has did the whole abortion basically take? Like the night. And then you had um, effects for how long after? It's hard to tell because I also got an IUD a week after. Right. Right. So then that was combined, but like, but cramping on and off for two or three weeks. But it's so much better than if you had to go through this surgical procedure and then worry that somehow it will affect your fertility later. It's also so much better than having a little human alongside (laughs) you when when it's unwanted. Wow. Did you feel any shame or embarrassment sharing this information with anyone or even us? No. And not not with people that I trust. Mm. And so here's how it's, I just want to, like, here's how this politicization has affected me this week. Let's just talk about this week. So, so I'm taking this distance learning course and we've been talking a lot about, uh, it's a law and ethics course. We've been talking a lot about privacy, contraception, abortion in it. So now all of these things that like I had felt strongly about and had always had opinions about, but like could always detach from now I'm like just reading court cases all the time about them, writing forum posts about them. And in my mind, I'm like, I have these flashes of emotion where I'm like, oh, I should feel emotional about this. And I think I'm having emotions, but I don't know what those emotions are. And why should you feel emotions? I I don't because it's like now it's it's this part of my narrative that I have to deal with. And also, I can't help but like, like, I'm still I'm still mad at this guy. Like, I'm still not over it. And so I can't help but confound the two also. Mm. So you do so kind of like, blame him because of this whole thing, because he didn't wear the condom he should have. Kind of a little like I should have taken plan B, but also like I'm just so upset about the whole thing and how I'm, I'm just so upset about how he treated me later. Yeah. But look at all the things you learned from this. You learned so much for, on so many levels. She could still be pissed at this guy for being a no, dick later. I, no, no, I'm saying, but I'm not saying she shouldn't. I'm saying, but on the, on a, I will look at the silver lining. I know. It, I think it, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty, it, you know, you did learn a ton. About, I'm learning I, a yeah, ton ab- even just by absolutely. hearing the story. I also gave blood the other day and they ask, have you been pregnant? Or are you pregnant? And and like and then all of a sudden that's like like that's a change. Like now, wow. you know, whenever I give blood, when I go to a new clinician or something, then like that's always gonna be a yes and that's always gonna be a discussion. Mm-hmm. Um It's also I mean, just hearing your story, it makes it seem like it's I had no idea abortions are actually this painful and you know, um it, 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 it's, it sounds so like labor taxing, it right. sounds like exactly like the pain i went through in labor which and, you do not forget and so it, <laughs> it makes it even more asinine to me that the people making legislation about this like i kind of feel like i should not have any say at all in this matter given that yeah. they're not they're not going Probably. through this yeah it's fucking um, bonkers so so yes i want to convey that it was probably some of the worst pain i've ever experienced if not the worst pain um but also, it's not this whole big dramatic thing hmm. that, like, it, it, you know, I, I don't know what images people evoke when they hear abortions. And I was only at seven weeks, so this was an option for me. I don't know. I do not know what the options are. Yeah, but Whitney, this is a relatively stages. new thing, right? This, this ability to perform your own in-home uh, private uh thing it's, it's you know, a lot different than walking into these 
abortion clinics where people are protesting outside. Can you imagine the, the right. extra emotional you know, stress and, and, and uh, hostility right. I, you encounter? Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, that would be, yeah, that would be horrible. Um, and and it's, it's, it's a lot less expensive too, right? I mean, I, I know, I mean, I don't this know. Was, this was covered by my insurance. Really? I had a $15 copay. Oh my Holy God. shit. Um, oh, I think so this that is was great. the other thing too. This, so, 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 new. you know, I was thinking of all of these circumstances that I was, I was so lucky that I was in this situation and the environment that I was in and just thinking about it what, uh, from someone's perspective who does not have the support, who has conflicting personal beliefs, who right. doesn't have insurance or doesn't have good insurance, who doesn't have access to this care, you know, all of these things where this could have been a horrible, horrible event in my life. But instead, my friend was there. My parents were supportive. I, I called them while it was happening or they called me to check in on me and I was telling them about the pain and what was happening. You know, I, I could have those open dialogues. I could tell the guy who, even though he turned out to be a bag of dicks, was supportive at the time. That's um, why I meant that you can learn so much from this whole experience. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm so impressed that you shared it with us so openly. Yeah. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not the, I think it's that my experience was probably a lot different than what people think when they think abortion, which I think has been so traumatized right. mm -hmm. and is traumatizing for many people. And again, like I am not downplaying that at all. Um, but it's important to understand the medical reality for me, that was what I needed. I just needed to medicalize it and remind myself of my narrative and not let the external pressures. Uh, external factors, external pressures, external external chatter um, affect what I made of this. And you now know you can be pregnant in the future, which is great. <laughs> you know, my mom, when I told my mom, she goes, well, you're a fertile myrtle. <laughs> and that, that's my term. That would be good when you actually want to have kids. Seriously, oh, it, no. it, uh, it, it took me a while to get pregnant. Um, and it, it, I had miscarriages, things like that. So it's mm -hmm. it's great to know that you were able to con conceive. It's, <laughs> it's a plus. No joke. Yeah. 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 Fertile myrtle. Hey, fertile, fertile myrtle. myrtle. That's what we should have called you. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, we're coming up on time. So is there anything else that you would like to plug to our listeners? Plug to our listeners? Um, <laughs> what is that kind of question? Well, we ask our, our, our guests. Well, you want to ask her. Plug we, something. I would like to ask her if she's ever walked in on a parent having sex or they ever walked <laughs> in on you having sex. <laughs> no. Oh, God. No. No, no, no. Do you have anything to plug to our listeners? Um, Why don't you like that question? Because she's using an anonymous name. I don't care. Maybe she has like, hey, go look at Planned Parenthood. Maybe, oh, you know, okay. could then be a, whatever. Really Does she have anything she, want, she wants oh, to yeah. promote? Oh, uh, yeah. That's, okay. that's a big one. Support Planned Parenthood. Um, understand that people aren't like, this is not a fun thing to go through. It is not an optimal choice. Um, like, it, it is not an optimal scenario to experience this. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, there have been a lot of setbacks in women's health recently that are pretty scary. Um, so keep paying attention to what's going on. Be cognizant of how 
you are playing a role in promoting women's health and promoting women's choice. Um, can I like what you said where you're like, I should have no say in this. Um, and, How about no glove, no love? And, and, uh, and, and it applies to women speaking up. Make sure you yeah. turn the light on and make sure that condom's on when they say it's on. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's probably a good, a good one. Yeah, see, you're right. You're right. I'm learning things. Um, but also it was like, yeah, this it's just not something that I <laughs> anticipated would happen. Um, but it did, and I dealt with it, and it's fine now. And now you're so sharing funny. it with the world, and I think this is really going to help people. I do, too. I hope so. Thanks, Jim. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Lee. Whitney. You are the best. Um, it's so, I love talking to you guys. I love love talking talking to you. you. (laughs) We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye.